This is the Reluctant Leader podcast, brought to you by the Reluctant Leader Academy. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and in each episode, I will invite an expert guest to discuss a topic or subject that will enhance your knowledge and hopefully inspire you on your leadership journey. If managing people is becoming your biggest headache, then check out the How to Lead Your Team with Confidence course and join the next group program starting soon. So let's see who's in the hot seat today. Today I'm talking to Paul Smith. Paul is the owner of Word Gets Around, a marketing agency based in Taunton, Somerset. Paul helps people and businesses to market themselves more effectively and to connect, grow and flourish. He has been a graphic designer for over 20 years and launched his business in 2011. He also runs a popular business networking group alongside this and with his father they have two community magazines. Paul is energised by seeing his customers and clients succeed by joining up the dots to successful marketing and community is at the heart of everything they do. Hope you enjoy this chat we had about connecting to your community and I will catch you all on the other side. Paul, welcome to the Reluctant Leader podcast. Hi Mark, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this as I look forward to all my conversations, but um, you've been such a pivotal part of these, the reluctant leader uh, story that it was about time I got you on to talk about um, something. And I think we've come up with a, a, a subject which just, just suits you down to the ground, which, we, which we'll talk about in a while. But before we get stuck into that, um, the question I ask all my guests is, why do you do what you do? And what was the pivotal moment that took you down this path? Ah, some great questions there. Um, why do I do what I do? Um, I've always been interested in creating something from nothing um, and working with people, um, which is as a designer, it's often I'm often the sort of starting point for a new business. Um, so I love being a part of their journey um, to kind of get them started and to launch their business and um, yeah, be a, be a part of that and, and kind of help them in any way I can really. I've always been interested in in working with different people from different backgrounds and from quite an early age and um you know i i think it's the last 10 years that i've i've run my business i've had a real pleasure in helping so many businesses that have gone on uh, to succeed and that you know that really fulfills me and motivates me to help help more people really um mm-hmm. in terms of sort of a pivotal moment um, i was employed for a a company many years ago for a print company, um, which which I, I really enjoyed working there. It was a great team of people, and um, but there was kind of limited limitations on where I could go in terms of my role there at the time. And I guess there was a lot of frustration um, with really being able to grow. And I had lots. I felt I had lots more ideas and things I wanted to do my own way. Um, and yeah, the opportunities weren't there. I then left there and I worked for uh, an ag- agency for a while, um, very small company. Um, I was the first employee um, there, um, but, but the, uh, the actual business owner had worked with some of the largest, um, he worked for Interbrand, some of the really big businesses uh, across the world, um, including um, Oxfam. Um, he did work with the Met Office locally. He still had clients doing that. And um, really enjoyed it. So I kind of went from a very fast-paced world of, of print where it's literally sat in an office and there's a few, two or three designers and, you know, you're putting out probably five or six different jobs a day to get them to print to, to change into um, working with somebody where there's a lot more time, there's a lot more strategy involved. 
and it really opened my eyes to you know more thought process behind creativity and really enjoying that um the pivotal moment in terms of my business um i worked for him uh for five months and um and sadly um he felt that he needed somebody that was more web-based because lots was happening at the time in, in the creative markets. And um, so sadly, he said, unfortunately, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to let you go. I need to get on the more digital route. And of course, my background was in, was in print. So I kind of found myself um, very shocked in the new year. And we parted on good terms. I'm still taught these days, uh, to this day, of course. Um, but I kind of found myself in this situation where, right, okay, I'm, uh, I'm back at home. Um, the kettle's still warm and I'm suddenly not at my desk that I thought I would be. I'm now in a position where, um, you know, I can do whatever I want. And that was really, really exciting because all the things that lots of, uh, lots of, uh, lots of us sort of want to do, but maybe don't push ourselves to do it. Suddenly I had to do it. I had to make things happen. So it's been a, a, a real whirlwind. And I always describe it as kind of like a, um, to people like a jack-in-a-box that is full of energy and, and excitement that was kind of locked away for a long time. So when I kind of burst onto the scene in terms of the business, I just threw myself into everything. And it's been an incredible journey um, in the last 10 years, Mark. And it's, it's been great mm-hmm. to work with you, you know, as part of this podcast and see this flourish for you. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I've, I, we met, I don't know, what it was about four years ago when we were in a, in a mastermind group, weren't we? And, um, you know, you never know where these things take you. And, uh, you know, when you started to um, help me with my business, you, you just, like you say, you just never know where it's going to take you. And that's the interesting part. Um, so, I mean, that's a great story, Paul. And I think there's uh, obviously this is only part of your journey. And that's obviously your you're, you're going in a certain uh, direction. And um, what's been interesting recently is that you've really grasped that importance to um, connect with uh, your local community. And, and, and that's obviously what we're going to be talking about today. But mm. first, I think the first thing to talk about is the relevance of print, because I think a lot of people get, um, and you've just sort of told the story of somebody that you know didn't see the value in print and wanted to concentrate on digital products. But you've mm. stuck with the print. It's it's a major part of your business, and I, and I guess it's worth sort of discussing you know around that and how you see that working and how it has worked for you and how do you see it working in the future? Yeah, that's uh, no thanks for asking that because it's something I'm, I'm very passionate about working in the background for print um, and and just just for those listeners. So we've kind of got three areas to our business, which is we you know run a a business networking group local in Taunton. Uh, we, I'm a graphic designer, so I do lots of you know design for print, lots of logo design and websites. But um, yeah, we also have two community magazines, and and the challenge has been to fit those all together. Um, and a lot of my a lot of my friends said to me when we launched the magazine uh, five years ago, um, you know, why are you launching a magazine now? Because it's all online. Um, and the thing I say to them is, yeah, because everything's online, and and when you're building your business and, you, and you've got touch points that people can reach you in, um, it's important you don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And it depends on, there's different kind of people that, that find you in different ways, whether it's on LinkedIn or whether it's a network, an event, or they connect on, on Twitter. Um, you know, it, print is very important. It, it's, you know, there's, there's thousands, there's millions of websites. There's you know, thousands and thousands of us online. Um, all screaming for attention amongst all that digital noise. At the end of the day, there's only one letterbox. And, uh, you know, something comes through your door that if it's right for your business, 
Um, print has, you know, much higher retention rate than things online. Um, lots of the stats on, on digital things are a bit skewed, you know, so it, so you might get a, a list, oh, it's had 2,000 impressions. Well, sometimes some of the channels count it as a view if it's if someone scrolled past it on their phone. Um, you know, whereas if you've got something tangible that's real that comes to you and you can refer back to, it's not lost amongst that, that sea of noise. And, and I think that's the beauty of print is when people can see that actually it's, 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 it's really, it's, it's working them all together. It's multiple touch points that are in harmony so that people pick up your message for your business and they read it in print. They meet you at the events that you go to, the conversations you have on your social channels. And, um, you know, that it all fits together nicely. Um, so, you know, the, the magazine's been great. It, we started with 4,000 copies and now we're up to 30,000 in Taunton. And we launched, uh, you know, we launched a West Somerset one last November to see how it goes. And it just really took off because, we, you know, which we've learned a lot this year is the value in community and local people wanting to know about local stories local trusted uh you know people and and we're really excited right now to, to link print to digital and showcase people in our communities that the faces behind the business because a lot of stuff gets lost online um it's easy to sort of uh you know say this that or the other but actually we there's much more evidence and transparency to things. And for us, it's exciting that we can bring it all together as an overall sort of platform for people to use for their business. Mm. Yeah, and I've, I've talked about this a few times, and I can remember when you um, you had an office at the uh, cricket ground. You very, you very excitedly told me about this idea you had with um, you know the, the magazine, and then you were going to do some interviews and roving reporter and a Facebook, and and it all I could see that the enthusiasm there, and I could see how it would work, and and I think our situation that we've just been through with um, or going through really with um, COVID and lockdown has probably crystallized that idea. And I've seen you've been doing some things. You've just got a um, YouTube channel you set up with interviewing local businesses. So that, I guess, that idea of linking up the printed with the digital and and using that um, effectively is, is something that you've, you've really started to sort of um, bring to life. Yeah, it's, it's been, you know, obviously it's been a very difficult year for lots of people. And, and for mm. us, it's, well, we've all we've all gone on our own path throughout all of this, and you know we'd we'd got to a point. I, I've kind of transitioned a lot of my time to growing the, the community magazines because it, it's it's really important to us and supporting local businesses. So you know we've been building this up for for over five years, and then always our, our busiest issue is the May June one because it's kind of coming into the summer. People want to start promote things to do, etc. You know, and we had all these bookings in and we suddenly found ourselves in this position where we lost two months of income. And, you know, none of us really saw it happening. Uh, but what, what surprised me was it happened so quick. You know, we lost thousands of pounds in two days of cancellations. And I was just like, you know, okay, uh, wow. Okay, let's let's see how this this is going to go. And you kind of think, oh, no, like the stack of cars have fallen down. So I took a couple of days out and, you know, going out on these walks, which lots of us have been getting out and about a lot more. And I look back and thought over the last 10 years, what is really important to us? And it, it's been useful. It's connecting people, which we've done with the networking group locally for over eight years. 
And I thought it's being visible. I know as somebody who works in marketing, it's about being in people's eye, in mind's eye, that they see you about, that you're doing things. So there's, as, as you'll know, that knowing you for a number of years, there's always been these things in the back of my mind to do more, or more things online, more video. And I guess sometimes I do need that kick, like I said about, you know, uh, the job when I found myself in setting up the business. There, for me, there was an opportunity. It's like, well, we, we've got this platform. We've got these, this local network of people that we know. Um, so, yeah, just started doing little interviews uh, with people to showcase a kind of, a, you know, a kind of, a timeline of what they're going through that is like a say a time capsule that we can look back on snapshots of different businesses and what they've gone through and um it's it's opened up lots of doors it's it's helped to move our business forwards it's helped us uh, in terms of reaching new people i had conversations with more people on linkedin than ever i've the really good news which i can share is it's we've been able to get some funding now to help us expand this across other communities across Somerset, which I'm absolutely over the moon with because this time that I've invested in, in, in it's all helping these people and growing this platform, we've now got it recognised that, you know, we, we've got a, a good platform that's proven that's worked that we can build upon. So, yeah, it's, it's really exciting, Mark. Brilliant. I, I, I'm really pleased for you because I, I know that it's something that you wanted to do and, and this connecting with the community is almost something you naturally do. And I think that um, you talked about the importance of dropping something through someone's letterbox and, you know, that thing that we used to do uh, without thinking about. Now we, we don't do because um, nobody seems to want to do it. But now uh, those we've got to revisit, I think, um, maybe old ideas that would just freshen them up. So I think um, it'd be worth just um, just describing the sort of content that you put put in the magazine, because uh, I'm guessing it's 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 a blend of um, sort of advertising with um, local events. Yeah, I mean, it has it has evolved and it's been nice to see it. And, and we've had to sort of find our, you know, there's other there's other magazines locally that, you know, we've had to find where we sit amongst that, um, you know, because we're we're at the moment, we're a bi-monthly magazine. We're looking to go monthly. Um, so that's exciting. We'll need some more support to do that. So be able to do that um, to start with the magazine was, you know, obviously it's, it's paid for by advertising and we've got local businesses in there. Um, and to start with, uh, you know, we had content that we had a lot of content early on that was stuff that was, you know, we signed up to a magazine platform online and you got given free content that you could use, et cetera. Um, and that was fine. That was okay. And we had some little bits of local news, et cetera, et cetera. My main kind of gripe with it is, that, you know, to be a truly local community magazine, it needs to have content from local people. Um, so, you know, we've worked hard in building those relationships. So now we have, you know, we have regular writers from, you know, the areas that we're exactly where we live. We have a, a wonderful guy called John Fish who writes book reviews uh, with Martin Strauss who writes um, about drinks. And actually, I'm going to be working with Martin to launch again off the back of this situation with, you know, what's been going on. We're going to be launching a cocktail uh, and drinks um, where Martin's going to showcase his expertise in years. He's retired now, but he's got years and years worked around the world 
um, where he's going to be telling people to make cocktails at home, which we're excited about. Um, and then we've got, you know, we've got Joe who writes about lifestyle and we have a local historian. So they're all local people that people know that are active on social media in, in our area where we are. And, and want to build on that more. Um, so the more people, the more that the magazine grows um, in terms of more people that support us with advertising, the more we can give back and give in pages dedicated to uh, local information. We all, we always give 25% of our content to, uh, you know, to local issues. So the next issue already working on that. There's a local, um, uh, local f- sort of Taunton urban farm project, which is wonderful. I spoke to the guy this week. Um, lo- all volunteer-led, all so- sort of self-funded through the sale of growing crops and this, that, the other. And it helps people, uh, you know, it transforms people's lives. He was telling me a lot of the people that, um, that help out have uh, got special needs and it's for them. It's, 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 it's perfect for us because it's a great positive story. We only showcase positive stuff. We don't put you know, there's, this has happened or have you seen this person that got mugged, et cetera. You know, that's not really us. We're about stories and storytelling. And, and I think that's the key thing to, for, for people listening is, is that whatever happens, happened a hundred years ago or a hundred years from now or 500 years from now, whatever kit we've got to use, um, it's we're always going to be interested in storytelling so you know we always have through stories back from the bible and things like that and other religions it people want to know about people's lives and we're fascinated by it which is why we like these kind of documentaries about fly on the wall stuff so people sharing their stories and celebrating people doing great things in the local community that's that's what makes us tick um, and with the video stuff, we can only, re, you know, we can build on that now that we can, we want to showcase the people behind behind uh, the business. So maybe they're not too au okay with technology, but we can do all that for them. We can go in and we can do a quick interview. So if you're looking for, a, you know, a local plumber, for example, you, you know, rather, we can showcase the person that's the plumber and he or she might just say, hello, I'm this plumber in your local area and, you know, I'd be happy to help you. And it's those communities and seeing the people behind it that binds us really. And, and so for us, it's a, it's a very exciting time, mm. um, you know, with, with how things are developing. Mm. And I think the important thing not to forget here, Paul, is that some people need that catalyst. Somebody need to, to um, that inspiration to make things happen. And, and, and then within your community, I see you doing things that people aren't, aren't doing themselves and you're bringing them out of themselves doing things that they probably wouldn't do if you didn't suggest it and that's the important thing is you know you're doing your bit uh, and, and but you're bringing out the best in people in the area and that's the thing to remember isn't it what can you what can you give and actually also what opportunities do you see that maybe some individual can't see for themselves uh, yeah. and, and and we all need that feedback don't we yeah no, they definitely i think um it's yeah, I think it's. It, I think this this sort of time, particularly, is it's been a a lot of time for people to reflect on what's important uh, and what motivates them, and you know mm. where they can make a real difference. I think it's it's shown, particularly, I think this time as 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 the importance of. Um, I think it's been a time for, for platforms like Facebook to shine with communities, particularly with people wanting to help out, maybe helping out um, those more vulnerable or the sort of elderly areas that. I mean, I know in where, where I am, there's been some, some amazing uh, community groups that have, have popped up where, and it's funny because 
one of the one of the ladies locally I've got to know, and actually she was part of the video that I recorded, they've become like local celebrities because <laughs> um, these people have, have set up groups, people have, you know, while while we've been some of us locked away and stuck at our homes, actually you felt a lot closer to people than you ever have before, um, and that's kind of that's kind of strange because you know usually it's all face to face, and we're all of course craving that when we can meet people more face to face. But it was weird. I bumped into the, the lady that I spoke to, set this to kind of help set this group up. I bumped into when we were allowed to go out in the, in a, one of the one of the uh, hardware stores and it was like meeting a celebrity because I'd not met her and uh, it just it sort of tickled me really that, that you know that we you know people are doing great things locally and, and we're, we're we're really enjoying celebrating what they're doing and some of the projects we can get behind but I think the thing that we want more from is people to get in touch to to celebrate more things we you know we had a we had a stand a couple of years back and we had a big banner saying promote your your news and events for free and not one person come up to us because i may be there come thinking what's the catch um mm. but we want to showcase some of the stuff that maybe goes under the radar that's in the normal you know local papers um so we tend to pick things that we you know we cover a local local water mill for example which is wonderful little um, Aladdin's cave of a sort of museum as well and, and you know that that's things like that make a difference for us where we can help promote those people that need it most really mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't know about you but in my area there's been well in our street we've got now a whatsapp group which obviously allows people in the group um, to let people know what's going on and obviously that that creates a little bit of a community in your own sort of area mm. which um, probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the, um, the lockdown situation and it's I think uh, what, what we've got to do is find a way to carry that on and make sure that once we're through this and hopefully uh, that's soon and we don't get a, another occurrence of this or something similar because um, obviously it's going to set us back but it's using it as a as a catalyst to to do something positive, and if that is just connecting to people that are on your do- doorstep, then you know that's great. At least that's something's good that's come out of this situation. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I it was maybe laugh when we were sort of. Uh you know, outside clapping, you know, NHS carers and things. And it's the first time I've ever spoke to some of my neighbours. And you think, this is awful. This is taking something like this. Um, there's a guy across the road to me though that, that, that I, I talked to. And I think I think it's because there's obviously an element of we're all in this together and, and it's that kind of, you know, the spirit of, you know, people have said the blitz and that kind of thing. But it is. It's like when you're kind of quite scared and, and there's people out there, it, it just does bring out, the, the best in people and I think it's it's been refreshing to see particularly social media work uh, very much for the good when sometimes people you know are very obsessed with the downsides of it which obviously there is in all, all different sort of different areas there's all sort of downsides of sort of trolls and people saying bad things but it, it's been those positive stories which have which have really shone through and and you know seeing kids put pictures of rainbows and the you know and in the windows and I was able to connect a, um, a friend of mine who's a, um, a product engineer. He makes um, bespoke chandeliers that are absolutely gorgeous and sort of selfridges and the really, really beautiful um, you know, works of art. And, and he wanted to um, promote, promote something to get children involved to, to come up with 
uh, their own sort of uh, chandelier that they could make that celebrates, you know, this sort of time. And I was able to connect George with somebody local in where I live in Taunton who makes glass. Like, just, um, and the what happened in the end was that the child that won the competition was like a it was like a mobile chandelier made out of rainbows, and it you know it was great because he they were able to make it and and. Uh, um, Kate made the glass that, that George showed her the project. And it was a nice collaboration between people of different ages, different areas of the country. Um, and it raised some money. So, you know, it's, it's just been great to, to see something so positive come out of such a, you know, a difficult time for so many people. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we get um, bombarded with the bad news. Uh, uh, and, mm. you know, uh, it's good to see that you've got, not gone down that road where you just repeat what probably, you know, the bad news people already know about. Um, they can find that quite easily, can't they? It's, it, we're sort of, um, it's the evening news is, or, or any news is generally more about the bad things that are going on than, than the good. And, and I think we all need to, to focus on what is the good that's going to come out of um, every situation? Uh, and that's the thing. That's what, um, you know, I, I've observed with what you've been doing with, um, you know, encouraging people uh, in the business community to do things maybe differently than they have done before. Uh, and connecting, like you've just talked about in several stories there, where you've connected people with other people that can help. And, and yeah. that, I think that's that's the thing we've got to focus on, isn't it? Like, not that we're in competition with everybody, but actually remember that, you know, if we're a local area, then we're, we're all actually should be working together. Even if we're doing something that's very, very similar, then we, we should be sort of sharing experiences and working together as much as we can. Yeah, uh, uh, definitely. I think there is that strength in numbers thing, really, and a common goal. And, and often things can become fragmented in small communities when everyone tries to do their own little way of doing things actually just makes it harder and and it, it makes it harder for people to you know confuses people with what the actual message is um so that's that's important and, and then you mentioned about showcasing the news you know the local news you know we don't share any of the kind of the clickbait stuff i mean that's just the thing is is you know we tell the, the whole positive story we don't share anything that say that i just get frustrated with clickbait that's just about winning stats to websites we're not obsessed with with uh, you know the visits to our website um we want to provide stuff that's just positive that's gonna you know people are going to enjoy reading it's going to make them feel good because who wants to read really sad stuff that's just there to you know you know mm. that's that's kind of our sort of a, a big part of who we are is is that you know, we're called word gets around but we want it to be used in the positive way uh, as opposed to the twist of you know as, as gossip and stuff that maybe isn't true um we like to to showcase the best in people and best in our communities really mm. yeah and just mentioned uh, word gets around and anybody that's uh um a, a pop fan is it all right to call, call it pop um stereophonics um i think that you might as well share where your um your business yeah. name came from well yeah i mean when I, when i decided to set up on my own it's quite funny um you know my name's paul smith and it's kind of you know quite obviously quite a generic <laughs> name and then somebody said no well you're a designer called paul smith and i said well how's that going to go down on google <laughs> um when you've got you know um you know, you've got Paul Smith, the fashion designer. Um, you know, I'm not really going to win the the SEO war on that one. Um, so I wasn't sure what to call myself. He said, well, no, you should call yourself that because that's you are a designer called Paul Smith, so you should play on that. I said, no, I'm not doing that. And um, I, I wanted a name. I was very, very sure from early on that, okay, I'm a graphic designer, um, and but I know that 
there was lots of other avenues I wanted to go down. So I intentionally didn't want to use design in the title, also creative, um, because I, I, you know, I didn't know how it was going to happen at the time, but I just knew that there was other areas I wanted to expand in. So I wanted something that had scope to grow. And uh, yeah, my favourite band are the Stereophonics um, from, from Wales and uh, their debut album's called Word Gets Around. And it was funny because I was sat there for ages trying to think of a name and then I couldn't think of things. And I actually minimised my browser window on my computer and my backdrop image on my, on my machine was the Word Gets Around album cover. And I just laughed at myself and I went, that is brilliant. So I, I went online to see if the domain was available, and it was, and I couldn't believe it. So I got my wallet out and I bought it in 10 minutes, got it all sorted. And I rang out my father and I said, I've got the business name. And he said, go for it. I went, word gets around. And he said, bang on. Um, and the album's a brilliant album. Um, I'm not on commission. Um, and the album is about a, a small village in Wales, the first album, about gossip and storytelling. And it just hit home for me. It's one, it's one of my favourite albums because it, it just talks about community uh, and, and that's what it's all about. And it's people hearing stories and, you know, things travelling around quickly. And I thought, that's what I do. I help people to market themselves more effectively, um, but in a positive way. I help people grow their business in terms of their branding, get them started. And, uh, yeah, and then eight months into to, um, launching the business, um, I found myself in a situation of r running my own business networking group, which I'd never heard of networking eight months prior to that. I thought networking was all wires and cables. Um, I didn't know what, what networking was. Um, but I loved it because I loved uh, connecting with people and I love connecting other people to each other. It really, really fulfills me. And so the group's been going eight years now. It's translated well onto online. And, and I'm really excited where we go next um, because, you know, there's lots of opportunities to grow. And, uh, yeah, who knows what's in the future because it's, it's word gets yeah. around in many ways. And I think, yeah, it's brilliant. I think word gets around is perfect for you, Paul, because whatever you do, all you do connects back to that uh, and, and mm. that just sums everything up. And it doesn't it doesn't curtail you like you've described. It's, it's something that's, um, you know, it's a big sort of... Um, almost like a, a, a big subject matter but actually you can really use it in an effective way which you have um sadly paul we are getting to the end of the, our time here today um and i always ask my guests to sort of sum up what we've been talking about um and i generally say about three top tips and, and so have you got sort of three top tips for anybody that is um thinking about how they can connect better with their community yeah, I, I think um, top tips. Yeah, I, I guess the, the main number one is to ask for help. Um, ask for help locally and connect with with people and just start up a dialogue with people locally. Um, and one of the one of the things is is it takes time. Um, I, yeah, I get frustrated with a lot of people that expect things to happen overnight. And it's like you know, it's a relationship locally, and it can open up so many doors if you do start that and build up a rapport with people, make those connections. What I've done locally by asking for help and, and you know, because we're all guilty of, of sometimes not asking for help, but we all love helping people. If we know the answer to something, then we'll jump straight and go, oh, I know, I know. Uh, and I when, I when I started to do a lot more of that, it connected with me to lots more people locally. I've, um, you know, I've volunteered at 15 schools and colleges in the last 10 years across Somerset. And um, 
uh, and now I got to a stage where I was asked to come back to my former college and 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 come and mentor some of the degree students, but being paid, um, which was great. And and you know it, it's it's taken that time to nurture that. So I think, yeah, it's asking for help. It's it's connecting with people and not expecting it to happen overnight because that's how relationships need to develop naturally. Mm-hmm. I guess second alongside with that was was kind of what you touched on earlier on, Mark was. Was in, was about collaborating and not uh, seeing that that everyone is, you know, that there's power in collaboration because if you all team up, you're all on, you all want the same thing. Um, if you've got different ways of getting there, sometimes that can confuse people. Um, but our, you know, our networking group, I I love it if we have there's a five other graphic designers there, you know, because. I'm not going to be the right fit for some person, but somebody else will. But it means you can, you've got extra people that are your advocates that are local that know the kind of maybe specialist work you, you do that they don't do. Um, so yeah, collaboration in all forms in your communities, whether it's for local charities or, or, or events um, or, you know, just supporting things I think is, is very important on collaborating. Uh, and finally um, on things local, which I guess for me is the big one is, um, you know, kind of, Go for it. What, what's the worst that can happen? The biggest thing I've done, which uh, you know, I gave a talk this week to a networking group, and I got some amazing feedback. Uh, and what got me is is just just to go for it and try things because I've I've said, you know, if I look at myself ten years ago, I was a completely different person. I was very much like I'd say maybe to stuff, which we all know when we say maybe to stuff, it's 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 pretty much a no. It's just a polite no, isn't it really? Um, <laughs> So you want to just say yes to stuff. I mean, I, I've, I, it's opened so many doors for me. I've been, um, I tried stand up, which was terrifying. I said, yes, just to try it. Did it. It was fine. I got to the final, which I couldn't believe. Um, I've been, um, you know, I was the guest speaker at the graduation ceremony for my former college, which was, you know, for 300 people. And they told me the day before it was, I'm going to be on Facebook live, which I was, obviously terrified about but it was fine and actually I really enjoyed it and I think sometimes um locally it's it's great to connect with people locally and everyone wants you to do well because we're all proud of where we live in our communities and um by collaborating by asking for help and by saying yes to things and just see what happens you can open up so many doors and I think for me that's the number one thing is you know is connecting locally um collaborating and, and asking for help Brilliant. Summed up very nicely, Paul. I think um, um, there's so much potential on the way you're going and and looking forward to um, you helping me get to where I want to go. There's lots of um, exciting things coming up. So um, it's been great chatting today um, and uh, thank you for your time. And I look forward to um, seeing the progress you make as as your business uh, flourishes. Likewise, Mark, you know, it's, it's, it's been great to get to know you and, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure to join you on this channel and, and it's been, you know, a, a wonderful project uh, to see, see grow for you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode, please take the time to leave a review on your chosen platform and share on social media. Don't forget to check out the Reluctant Leader Academy where you'll find a free 15 questions every manager should be asking themselves checklist that you can download to keep you on track every day. Leadership is a choice. When you understand the right mindset, know the process to follow and use key skills to keep things moving forward, you'll be on track to leave a lasting legacy. Until next time, be the best you can be and the inspiration for others to follow. Thank you.